Good day, everyone. This is Martha Childers, and welcome to Sedona Spotlight, where each week my co-host, Darielle Archer, a special guest host, will feature teachers, healers, visionaries, and other notables in their field from mystical, magical Sedona, Arizona. Sedona Spotlight is here to shine its light on you, so anyone, anywhere, or anytime can experience the amazing energies emanating from the sacred red rocks of Sedona, Arizona. You can also lighten up live from Seattle and vicinity in Washington State every Tuesday at half past noon on Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. Or you can listen live online from anywhere in the world at 1230 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time by clicking the Listen Live link at SedonaSpotlight.com, where you can also find archives of all of our shows anytime and from anywhere. And speaking of anywhere, today my special guest is Michiko Hayashi joining us from Japan. And Michiko is Dr. Emoto's assistant for Oh, gosh, I guess around 10 years or so, and especially during his groundbreaking research, and now continues to spread his message and his vision with a lot of passion with the Emoto Peace Project. So welcome, Michiko. So good to talk to you again. Well, thank you so much, Martha, for having me here on this special day. I'm so happy and grateful uh, to spread message from water with through you and your wonderful program. Thank you. Yeah, well, I know Dr. Moto's New York Times bestseller, The Hidden Messages in Water, which I think I discovered back in around 2007, I believe, Mm -hmm. um, was a huge um, validation and awakening for me. And it basically proved what I already innately knew to be true, that um, sticks and stones can hurt your bones, but, you know, Mm -hmm. words don't. And I'm like, to put it bluntly, that was total BS. (laughs) (laughs) Words can hurt even more. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, we do here in Japan, we have the word kotodama. Kotodama means the every, every single word has its own spirit and spirit. I, I would say spirit is more like a vibration or, or energy. So we were raised to to use beautiful, good words rather than negative or ugly words. So it really makes sense when we take water crystals and shows beautiful crystals to beautiful words or wonderful words, positive words. And likewise, I mean, different way. And then contrarily, um, negative words make negative or ugly form of crystal water crystals so water is really very honest very <laughs> yeah <laughs> very 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 blunt so for people that aren't familiar why don't you describe dr Rios motos work a little bit very briefly okay okay thank you well originally he was the doctor of alternative medicine and he healed more than ten thousand people through with using this huddle machine called mra actually he bought this um machine from the US and it was called a magnetic resonance analyzer. And people were in the US, they were using different way, but Dr. Moto started to use it in his own way, transmitting or discovering the root cause of the problems that people had, his Mm -hmm. client had, and transmitting the huddle vibrational codes to neutralize the negative uh, vibration that the, each client, each patient or, or each client had. So having those each client drink his own or her own personalized 
Hado water, Hado means vibration, vibrational water. Um, he helped with um, all the different kinds of um, diseases and personal problems of more than 10,000 people. And that's how he wanted to, though he discovered that everything was vibration mm -hmm. and that water had memory and carried vibration and that water can heal people if we use it in the right way. So after that, he wanted to sh prove that everything is vibration and water has the memory and water observes that all the vibrations around it in a visible, visible way. And then he came up with the idea to take crystals from frozen water. And it took him about three months before uh, obtaining the very first crystal of water. But then when he got the very first crystal of water from microcluster water that he was using to uh, heal people, help people, he said that this is a visual proof of vibration. So after that, he started. Uh, he he took thousands and thousands of water crystals and discovered something very important. That was the water is deeply uh, related or or connected with our consciousness, our mm -hmm. words, and vibration, and and so that was the beginning. And he wrote the very first book, Message from Water, with his own money, pocket money. And he was in, um, bilingual, Japanese and English. So he started to go spread all by itself. It's like a ripple effect of, uh, of water. So it just went all around the world. And finally, uh, one of the publishers in Japan asked him to write this, the hidden messages in water in Japanese. And the real good thing about this um, hidden messages in water is that because Dr. Emoto was the master of Hado vibration in Japan, he was the very first person who started to um, talk about vibration in Japan. Mm -hmm. So, so he combined the all the knowledge and wisdom he had about vibration and showed many beautiful uh, water crystals in that book of the hidden messages in water. So everybody can learn well, or everybody learns who, whoever who read that book learned so much yeah. from that book about the vibration, about the consciousness, about the words and how they're related. Well, so, yeah. And when we've spoken before, you know, the fact that we're so much water too, that, you know, whatever the water is exposed to, or, you know, then when he took those, um, made those crystals and these absolutely gorgeous crystals were formed with very positive, beautiful words like gratitude and that sort of thing. And, mm -hmm. and when they just turn out to be ugly blobs with, you know, words, you know, like fear like, I hate and, you and yeah. people and I hate you. Yeah. Uh -huh. You know, it's like, well, no wonder we feel like crap when people say <laughs> nasty stuff to us, you know, like I was saying earlier and then you feel good when people say nice things because we are vibration and we're resonating with what we're you know what's in our field exactly you know um we i mean whatever we think we're just so our mind is so busy every day constantly we're thinking or feeling and without 
even though we are thinking or feeling something, we can't, there, it's not visible. So we don't, or we cannot hear it, but it's, um, we're thinking constantly or feeling something constantly. And that's all energy. We're generating our own energies constantly. And there we probably, it's um, probably uh, beneficial for everyone to know, to think every single second is the choice that we can make. So if we choose the positive or beautiful um, emotions or thinking or thoughts or um, intentions, we are, I am creating a beautiful tree of my life. And that tree of my life is energy. So it's emitting that beautiful energy outside or under the ground soil. So Mm -hmm. it affects everything within us and around us. So. Well, it's really interesting that you said uh, even in the soil, because, um, you know, this weekend I was watching the summit. I've always been a real big fan of Paul Stamets Mm -hmm. and they have this, um, Oh, this, this fungi global summit going on right now. Fantastic fungi global summit. And hopefully uh, um, the event was on uh, Um, It's over now, but I think you can still get replays of it. But they're mm-hmm. talking about how, um, you know, fungal and microbial, it is like an internet underground. It's an internet between each other and that sort of thing. And look at the water component in mushrooms as well. And it was so funny because... I've just been getting this mushroom, 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 mushroom (laughs) stuff all day long. And my daughter's going into microbial studies and had an interview for a PhD, you know, Mm -hmm. with this microbial studies place. And then, you know, I found a bottle on the street and it was like mushroom flavored something, kombucha or something. (laughs) And then with all this water stuff going on, I'm like, wow, that Mm -hmm. maybe it's the consciousness of water that creates the intelligence in the in all the mycelium that, you know, basically creates life. Right. Yeah. Plants, everything on the planet. Suddenly it was like, boing. (laughs) And then you just said the soil. And I just remembered that it's like, yes, you know, inside, outside, all around um, the water is what carries the consciousness, which carries everything. That's amazing. I mean, there's nothing that does not have any water at all. I mean, even though we go to uh, to the uh, to desert, even though it's very dry, it doesn't seem like we have water. But in the soil, in the air, there's always water. Mm-hmm. So we just have to know that water. One more thing, very important thing is just like what you said. Water has the memory from ancient time. We already know that every single water has the uh, memory from ancient time. Intelligence, yeah. Intelligence. Uh, everything, every living yeah. component. It's the first thing on earth. You know, it's the one mm-hmm. thing that will always survive, mm-hmm. um, but it won't survive without water. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or so will never really- bloom. It can stay dormant, but it, will, it, it won't function doesn't function until it's got some moisture. And it was really interesting too, because I was, um, when I was looking at that, you know, from that perspective a little bit more too, and I was kind of searching around um, that the mycelium is what actually takes the waters from the trees to trees and the nutrients. And, and so it's like, 
I mean, just the whole thing is just so miraculous. And when you start yeah. thinking those perspectives, the intelligence of mm-hmm. the water and, you know, what, what goes on underground too, it's, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's a reflection of what's happening above ground, but it's unseen. And just like what Dr. Emoto did, that was so amazing. And as I say, it's a great timing to have this conversation because it's, you know, on the seventh anniversary on, um, you know, of his passing and the legacy he left behind was basically, as I say, illustrating and showing us what we innately know. And when you have that validation and that connection, and it has spurred so much, um, so much of the work that, you know, people like Paul Stamets and everybody else um, has really dovetailed from um, as far as that interconnection and that greater consciousness and, you know, mushrooms, I think are just the delivery system for that. Yeah. Well, thank you for saying that. You know, I think Dr. Moto's work really gave a big impact on this earth to all the most of the people because, well, it's been it's been more than twenty years since he took the very first water crystals, and then he made this book, started to go around the world, and then this the hidden messages in water became the New York Times bestseller, and it was translated into 40 languages. So people started to learn so much from that and gave such a big impact to all these people who have read that book. And now that we just have to remember that there's 7.9 billion people on this earth. So if they learn about this water memory, the world, I know that world will become a much better world, happier, harmonious place instantaneously. And water has that power. Yeah. And it's really amazing when you talk about kind of that, that power and the consciousness in water too, mm-hmm. um, and what it has to teach us. And that's why all the indigenous and um, it's really it was almost divinely orchestrated, you know, how after Dr. Emoto's passing and even Jose Arguez, both of those, you know, people, I just was really influenced Mm -hmm. by their work, but you were supposed to be coming down to Shasta um, to, to meet with me and Stephanie South. And I think that was going to be a catalyst. And when you couldn't come, then here, my husband winds up in a piano bar with um, Leon McLaughlin, the founder of the Clean Water Foundation, Mm -hmm. and which started the whole, you know, this whole kind of ripple effect where, uh, we were able to talk to, you know, I had the pleasure of um, of knowing you at that point, and you had the connection through Dr. Emoto and what was going on in the reservation. So why don't you tell us about that too? Because oh, sure, thank you. Yeah, is, I mean, th- we, there would be no Sedona Spotlight, and I would not be in Sedona if it wasn't for Dr. Emoto. <laughs> oh wow, my <laughs> and of course well, you. <laughs> I am honored to hear that. Thank you so much, and you know. You were actually, you are the very person who started to say, why don't we help um, the hope, the people, the water with the Hopi underground. And, and, and yeah, they gave us, they told us about what was going on. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't know anything about this water problem in, in the Hopi land until um, you and Leon explained that. And, Ted, and, yeah. and it, um, Dr. Moto, for Dr. Moto, the Hopi friends were so special because, because of the relationship between the elder Vernon Masayasava and Dr. Moto. When Vernon read 
the message from water, he knew he felt that that book was all is all explaining about what they have heard yeah. from their ancestors. Yeah. So that's how um, Vernon reached Dr. Moto. And once they met each other, they they had the brother kind of um, relationship. Mm-hmm. They they connected instantaneously and they started to share their wisdom of, of water and mm-hmm. what the ancient people of Hopi people were saying and what the discovery of Dokemoto's was showing. So so that's why he Dokemoto went to the Hopi land and gave his uh, presentation with um with Vernon. And that was like, like early 2000. I, I can't remember exactly when it was like 2004 or five around yeah. that time yeah. yeah and then vernon came dr moto invited vernon and his wife becky to japan so um so we had we had we always had the very strong relationship and mm-hmm. friendship with a uh, hopi vernon and other people so I am very honored to be part of this beautiful, beautiful project to bring this water filter to to help them. I mean, everybody has the right to drink um, clean water, healthy water. And you know, Dr. Moto always said, God is giving us, has been giving us all on all the beings on planet Earth equally uh, the, the right to reach water. So yep. we should not be selling it, but we should be, if we share it with everyone, we have plenty of water, plenty of food, plenty of everything. So, you know, yeah. we just have to keep helping them. Until- yeah. And it's interesting, the whole Tibetan connection that's come through here now too, um, you know, what they, they knew how important it was on Hopi land. And it's interesting because they have the purest, cleanest water in the world. Um, and then, you know, we got some of the most polluted with all this uranium and arsenic, and uh, it's just been making the Hopi sick for so, so long with no abilities. I mean, they're not commercial. They're not a commercial tribe. Mm-hmm. You know, they're sacred right. uh, wisdom keepers. Yeah. You know, they just meditate for the earth and pray. And mm-hmm. and that's where, you know, they've been um, so many people have kind of hurt them and taken advantage of them over the years that yeah. even with a lot of people that have wanted to help, if it wasn't for your connection, you know, your direct connection and the trust um, for you to introduce us to, to Vernon and, you know, to start getting this project on the ground. That was back in two seven, 2017. Right. Um, I think we first started talking about it and then tell them what happened when uh, you and Ted and, um, you know, my, my family, we all went up to the reservation <laughs> And yeah, well, we that went, was we, that was 2019 when we all went, when to we the all went up there. Yeah. To yeah, see how that was the, in April. Was yeah. And that was my first time to Sedona. And that's when we decided to move here. <laughs> oh, wow. Wonderful. I love Sedona. I can't wait until I go back there. But anyway, in 2019, that was April when yep. Ted and I went to uh, to um, the Hopi land and Everything actually I there, gave yeah. a presentation. You get, came to, from Sedona to, yep. you came, you drove with your husband and your daughter to, yeah. to meet with us. And yeah. then we all got together with, um, with um, Ernest. Ernest. Yeah. And we offered the prayer at the lake. Uh-huh. Remember that? And yeah. I gave my presentation 
remember and I took a picture and I sent it to you and yep. along with Dr. Moldo's picture when he was there and you yep. said you realized something very important you said <laughs> does it say the 27th of April and I, yeah I said did you give the presentation on the 7th 27th of April I said I think it was yeah. so it, just coincided with Dr. Moto's being there. It was and exact, yeah, presented. exact same day. And yeah. the day as Dr. Moto was there, you know, how many years oh later gosh, was, it, was you were there doing bumps. the same thing? It was like, you can't make this stuff up. <laughs> no, no. So I can always tell that Dr. Moto is really, really grateful that Involved. we are helping those people in Hopi because they should not be drinking this arsenic just poison water it's yeah. really and people don't know other people don't know that this is happening yeah 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 and unfortunately all the mining companies and this is this is happening all over the country but um i think it's important and it's interesting how we're um it's like the worst on hopi land um and hopi land is considered the center of the universe exactly um, yeah and, and so it's like this is where we start so this is where we're starting and and then we're going to be you know we're already starting to branch out into the navajo but almost mm -hmm. all the indigenous land whether it's water pollution or um pollution from any all the other energy resources that you know that have kind of ruined our aquifers um mm -hmm. and like even in the Northwest, you know, that all the reservations have all the oil refineries because these companies were able to, you know, stay away from regulation and they've just completely polluted the lands. And then most of them were dependent on whatever contract they had with them uh, for income. And so they were just getting pennies on the dollar as, you yeah. know, their land was being destroyed and there's no way to get, you know, no compensation. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there, there's no legal way uh, for them to get any help. So really, we are the only ones that can do it. And and if it's um, if we, I mean, if water is a reflection, too, and if water is a consciousness, if our water is polluted, kind of, you know, that that should it's a reflection on some of the consciousness going on that kind of created that as well so if we all come in with a with a positive we don't want to guilt and shame people this is a positive movement mm -hmm. we want to bring bringing water to them with joy mm -hmm. um and all the water filters have a the, the gratitude crystal from dr emoto on it that are going on the reservation and elsewhere and so it, it is a very symbiotic symbiotic relationship that it does feel very divinely orchestrated. <laughs> right. And you know, this is really a project of love. Our, our, I mean, Leon and you and, and, and Washington, Ted, everybody is just, just focusing on this project with so much love for, for those people on the Hopi land, in Navajo and in Peru. I mean, now it's spreading. And I yep. mean, people can just join us from anywhere. And this water crystal actually that, that we are putting on the each filter uh, system is love and gratitude. And that yep. has the highest vibration yep. and instantaneously gives that energy vibration into water. And all water on this earth is always communicating. It's um, it's science now. At the yeah. top of the water, scientists have been proving that water in the world is communicating with each other instantaneously. So it doesn't matter where we are. If the if the water and underground on um, Hopi land is polluted, we are vibrationally polluted. But yeah. if we give 
Love and gratitude. <laughs> well, we can change that. We can change that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So that's what, we that's what we're do. doing, right, Martha? Yep. Well, that's that's what we're aiming to do, and I mean to you know invite you all to do too. And that's I say why we call it sit on the spotlight because it's you know, ultimately what we, you know, we're all projecting. And so we're hoping that what we're projecting is as positive as, as we can make it. Um, and then also the empower, there's a big empowerment piece too. Um, you know, it's, it's, we're, we're in a creation stage. And so where we put our time and attention um, and how we do that uh, can clear our own, you know, we, we, we heal ourselves at the same time as well, you know, with positive uh, sure, intentions sure. and actions. Yeah. yeah. Whatever we do is affecting our own water too. So well, if we do help those um, people in, in the Hopi land and in Navajo and other places, we're just helping us too. So it's just exactly. not only giving to other people, giving to us also. Exactly. Exactly. Well, and boy, our time flew by fast. And I just want to let people <laughs> know too, if they go to Sedona Spotlight, they will see um, you know, Michiko's helping us to um, to populate, you know, now that we're taking this new direction here um, with some of our tutorials and researches. So you can also just go to the resource page um, on Sedona Spotlight and you'll see her talking about and showing examples of the messages in water and also one of her world water messages, which is the water prayer. Um, and that was one big thing that Dr. Emoto did a lot. And you maybe want, want to close by telling um telling us uh, about that water prayer and what okay. we can do. Sure, thank you. Well, Dr. Emoto discovered that our intention, our prayer really affects water with good thoughts. So he decided, well, he was asked, to, actually at the beginning, he was asked to get offer the prayer, blessing water to, to, to uh, all the waters at near, nearby in the local places, wherever he was giving his presentations. So that's how it started. But on the 25th of July, he made this day a special day of water um, ceremony day, giving love and gratitude to water. So on this 25th of July, he was always giving water prayer um, wherever he was. So, and then other days, of course, he would give offer the prayer to water. So whenever we go to, uh, when I'm at the lakeside water, uh, around the water, I offer the prayer. And so that's what we did with Martha and and Ted and um, Ernest on the Hopi land. We offer the prayer to purify with our beautiful vibration. And that's something that everyone can do every day. Just just before you drink water or just when you're taking the shower, you say, thank you, I love you. Then that goes, that water goes Goes a long, long way. And I'm afraid we're at the end of our our show. Michelle, I'll definitely have you back again. And so thank you so much for joining us today. And thanks to our listeners for tuning in and tuning up Sedona Spotlight because collectively we can all be lighthouses and especially with water. Right <laughs> on. Thank you so much. Helping to create a brighter world and better future for everyone everywhere and anytime. So thank you so much for joining us. Have a great day, everyone.